0: You're listening to The LaunchCast, the podcast about leadership, business, life, and growth with me, your host, George Andriopoulos.
1: It's like food for your ears. At this
2: time, I'm going to ask that you fasten your seatbelts. Launch sequence.
3: Launch sequence activated.
2: Launch sequence activated.
3: Five, four, three,
1: two, one.
0: It? Welcome to the LaunchCast the storm is coming, but I'm 53 episodes in, I think Goosebumps, as always, lie, my friends It's episode 208 This one's called Not Just For Profit It's a good one It's a soapbox episode I know you like those But first, we gotta do it it's the launch dad himself bringing you your favorite podcast on the planet. Leadership, life, business, growth, all of it right now as the beat drops. Into the black hole. Transitions on point. What is happening everybody? We're back with another week episode 208 of the Launchcast. This one's called not just for profit. Uh, I had a a little bit of an inspiration to do this earlier today, so I'll get into that in a couple of minutes. Uh, what's happening? Let's talk about what's happening here. Um, some exciting stuff going on professionally. Um, going to be making an announcement in in probably within the next few weeks on this, but I got a buddy out there, and my buddy and I are going to be starting a new podcast together a new one so the Launchcast, that's not going anywhere you know that uh never no 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 never are we going anywhere but we're going to be starting something new uh not based on leadership like the launch cast is it's going to be a little bit different it's going to be super super fun uh it's bringing elements of the show in that i um have always wanted to bring onto the launch cast but ultimately decided that this wasn't the platform for it uh, and so i want to show you guys my my other side My other side, my softer side, my, my ridiculous side, you get to see it soon. Uh, so I'll make that announcement, um, pretty soon, probably within, within the coming weeks. And we should have some episodes out for you guys, uh, hopefully by the spring, that would be amazing if we could do that. Um, but yeah, stay tuned on that. What else is happening? Uh, last week we had the uh, crew from Sanity is Overrated here, uh, one of my favorite podcasts. That was an awesome, awesome interview with Jen Muccioli and Rob McCaffrey. Uh, from there, um, learned a lot about their podcast, uh, learned a lot about the world of podcasting, right? Because we had some internal conversations, some some podcaster conversations uh, today. So that was uh, – or. Last week, I should say. So uh, that was a lot of fun. And then we had another clubhouse segment. That's the new thing that seems to be sticking. Uh, and we have one today too. We have a, a clubhouse segment on corporate giving. And I know you want to know why that ties into not just for profit because there is something there, right, that that sounds similar. So let's get into it. Let's get into today's episode. I decided uh, for today that I wanted to talk about um, corporate giving and and what corporate giving means. Um, we have a lot of entrepreneurs uh, that listen to this. We we uh, we trend on Apple Podcast uh, as a, a, a top 100 uh, entrepreneurial show, uh, both in the United States and outside the United States, uh, here and there, uh, which I'm super excited about. So you know, I want to speak to the people that are listening here: the entrepreneurs, the business owners, the the change makers, the influencers, the public speakers, the thought leaders, whatever you call yourself. You got some power in your hands, right? And so let's talk about profit. Let's talk about not for profit. Let's talk about the in betweens. Let's talk about corporate giving. Um, I've made no secret on this show. I've talked about it so many times. My life, um, uh, my, the charitable part of my life, my life in the nonprofit world, uh, you know, co founded a nonprofit uh, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Can you believe it? Um, co founded a nonprofit. <laughs> excuse me, a nonprofit 10 years ago, uh, Shannon's Fight, and we've done some some incredible work. Um, but, man, there's so much more. I do work with the Ronald McDonald House. I do work with Long Island Coalition Against Bullying. I support uh, a ton of nonprofits out there. I have friends um, that are so ingrained in the nonprofit world. I have clients, uh, both pro bono and, um, and, and regular clients in the nonprofit world. Um, it's fulfilling, you know. Uh, I'm not saying this. Uh, I, I didn't give you that list to toot to my own horn here. I gave you that list because uh, you guys know I'm a busy dude, right? I'm, I'm running a couple of businesses. I have a family. Um, you know, uh, I uh, I have a lot of stuff going on. I have a lot of volunteer activities that I do, and I still make such an effort to make um, charities in the nonprofit world and and giving. A big part of my life why um it's it's fulfilling both for for me for my business uh for my soul it's a great um great lesson to to pass along to to my kids that this should be a part of of your life you know on a day-to-day basis it's uh it's a great way to meet other people who are doing good, which is, in essence, like-minded people who are out there um, changing the world, you know, one random act of kindness at a time. Um, so I just, uh, I love being involved um, with with corporate good and corporate giving. I think that um, as businesses, we have a responsibility, right? And, and I want to talk about that deeply today so as businesses we have the responsibility to use our profits and our resources not just for the betterment of our own pockets and our own success and personal lives but we have a responsibility to do something with that um this world of capitalism isn't just built on you know only succeeding for yourself um there's uh, there's an element of this where the people that succeed have to support others and lift others and in, uh, in any way that they can especially if they're doing the right thing and and people will disagree on me with me on that but you know the fact is that uh, that's just how it is that's just how it is we cannot sustain um, some of the things that we do in our lives, we can't sustain some of the good organizations out there unless we provide resources to help them. Uh, so it was a, it was very early on in in my business, uh, Launchpad Five One Six, that I wanted to build this um, corporate giving arm. You know, as a consultant that goes out there and, and consults for businesses on. You know how they can grow, how they can strategize growth, how they can succeed, how they can turn around. Um, one thing that I always do is make sure that they are fulfilling um, their responsibilities as a corporate entity in terms of giving back uh, and explaining to them how, how important community outreach is, nonprofit and charitable outreach, um, how good of a team-building exercise it is to give together right? Um, I, I'll give an example. Uh, I did, <coughs> excuse me, asthma. Oof, dying. Um, you guys know my my relationship with the Ronald McDonald House. I'm on the Speakers Bureau for the Ronald McDonald House. I've been doing stuff with the house uh, since college, since running toy drives in college, and then getting heavily involved with the New York Metro region on their Speakers Bureau. And now in, sort of like ambassador capacity which i i love um and and doing some outreach to some corporations and trying to build stuff there i speak at schools i speak at organizations uh on behalf of the Ronald McDonald house one of the most amazing things that i ever did was i took a group um of of uh not only uh employees but also uh friends and family to the house for their meals from the heart program <clears throat> and what that is is a program where you can use their kitchens they have like four industrial uh, commercial kitchens there. And you guys come in as a group and you um, uh, purchase groceries and you guys cook together as a unit for the residents of the house. And th- that house can house anywhere from, you know, a uh, hundred to 250 people at any given time. I think it's like 42 rooms. And so, you know, five people max to a room like that house can get pretty jammed up. Um, <clears throat> So we we went one day and we we did chicken cutlets and mac and cheese and 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 baked potatoes and and uh, salads and and just sausage and just some good comfort food right cooked for the house had a blast doing it because we knew we were doing some good had my kids there my wife my uh, my friends you know coworkers colleagues. Um, it was it was amazing. And then the best part about it was getting to serve the families of the house afterwards. Um, they were so just <clears throat> thankful um, of the time that you took to feed them. Uh, it, it was humbling. It was um, just a, an amazing feeling. And I don't know if we broke the rules or not, but we actually ate with them. So we got to break bread with these people, which to me is one of the most personal experiences you could have with a person. Is to break bread with them. <clears throat> we broke bread. Um, we shared stories. You know, we laughed together. We cried together. Um, it was just incredible. And so that experience for me was just, you know, such a uh, a, a cool way of just experiencing good that you can do without. Doing much, right? We just donated a couple of hours of our time. Groceries cost like two or three hundred bucks, you know. As as far as donations go from corporations, that's nothing. Um, but we did good, right? So corporate giving can be as small or as big as you want it to be. I know large corporations out there; they have corporate giving programs. They do allow employees to bring in fundraisers from other companies, and they do like employee matches and and employer matches, I should say. Uh, for donations and fundraising and it's just so many opportunities out there. But the the fact of the matter is that this became something really important to me. And so early on, um, probably back in 2014 or 15 is when I came up with this idea. Um, And originally it was this thing of like a consulting arm arm of the company called Not Just for Profit, where we would um, teach companies new methods of corporate giving, incorporating it into team building, um, and just making them a company that was uh, had higher standards and morals and values than, than other companies. Uh, then it, it was this idea of doing a certification called Not Just for Profit. Um, and then the idea got a little bit bigger, and I actually want to share this with you. Um, I'm going to share a talk that I did um, called Not Just for Profit. Uh, I did this at the inaugural Speakers Who Dare event back in 2019 I believe it was was about two years ago this was the culmination of a huge idea that was so so important to me um not even worth explaining because if you guys just listen to the talk or if you're watching on YouTube I'm going to share it right now and and you can watch it but um just just to give you guys an idea of what this whole thing's about, it's a 10 minute talk, flows right in with the podcast. Uh, I will say that in the beginning, if you're a little confused when you hear some news stories, there's a small, like, 60 second montage of news stories of, like, these horrible corporate greed events uh, that happened, um, you know, throughout the recent memory right Uh, and so that's what's playing in the newsreels and then my talk will start and i'll start explaining that so check this out i'm going to flip to it right now hope you enjoy not just for profit and then we'll come back and talk about it
1: what we know now is wall street Uh, Frankly, I'm gonna tell you, it's
4: a little scary. In May, the Justice Department opened a criminal investigation to a secret uber grayball tool. The tool was used allegedly to evade local regulatory authorities in cities like Portland.
2: You
0: grew, you grew, and you grew, and you did the deals, and basically it got too big for you. Every board member knew exactly what our strategy
2: was. The documents reviewed by the subcommittee show that OTS knew all about Washington Mutual's high-risk lending strategy.
0: My name is George and I am one of the people that broke business. Now I don't claim to be personally responsible for the horror show that is big business, but I do need to take credit for the small part that I played in it. Now I'm a business owner and as business owners, we strive to get to a point where money becomes abundant. We strive to get to a point where we become a big business, but if that's any example of big business, then we're in big trouble folks. Now I wasn't always a business owner. I spent the first 10 or so years of my career in the medical industry and I was pretty good at what I did. I had some shining moments and because of that, I got more money. And that more money led to the desire to make even more money, which led to greed, which led to ego. And suddenly the bright young man that started working in the medical industry for the right reasons, he was unrecognizable. It's actually funny. There's a word that we use in the business world for people like I was back then. I was a shithead the purpose of my job which should have been about helping patients was completely lost on me because making money and profit and bonuses that became more important to me and i wasn't the only one as we saw in that video in 2008 lehman brothers one of the biggest investment bankers in the world filed for bankruptcy to the tune of over 600 billion dollars in assets and why because they decided that it would be a good practice to hide risky investments that they were making from the public. And I would imagine that the majority of the public that wasn't involved in the business world said, wow, that's disgusting, and these people should be punished for it, but hey, this doesn't affect me, so whatever. And Lehman Brothers, I would imagine, said, oh, it doesn't affect you? (laughs) Hold my beer. Boom, collapse of the U.S. economy, the collapse of the U.S. housing market, a ridiculous number of jobs lost. Why? Because of corporate greed. Now my greed wasn't quite as spectacular as that, but it did have a profound effect on my life and the lives of everyone around me. So I'm gonna fast forward past all the bad parts and get to the part where, towards the end of my reign as one of the worst people ever, (laughs) where I met a young girl named Shannon. Shannon was a classmate of mine at the martial arts school that we both attended. And a couple of years after I met Shannon, Unfortunately, she was diagnosed with rhabdoid cancer, which is a rare cancer that affects the central nervous system in children. And she was paralyzed, and she was unable to go to school, and she was broken. Now, I didn't know Shannon that well, I'll be honest, at the time. But something flipped inside of me that said, you need to get involved. Sure, she was part of my kempo martial arts family, but it was something else, this voice inside of me that said, it's time. It's time to start helping other people. And so I listened to that voice and along with the most incredible people that I know, we co-founded Shannon's Fight, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to financially aiding families in medical crisis. And I got to tell you, this was my first foray into the nonprofit world. And it felt very, very good. The work that I was doing every day, it changed my life and it felt good. And I hadn't felt like that in my work in a long time now. It took a lot of bad decisions to get to a point where I was not a fan of myself, but it took one good decision to get here. And one one decision led to me helping this girl in the fight of her life. One decision led me to meeting Shannon's family. And that one decision eventually led to falling in love with her sister and making them my family. Thank you one decision can be so powerful now a lot of good came out of this and in between all these good decisions life is life and life happens and unfortunately we lost shannon and i lost the person that changed my life but i did not lose her message which was be better for me it meant getting back to work the right way this time and so i did i used my experience to become a management consultant and when i founded my company It wasn't about money this time. It was about helping people. And because I did this with pure intentions, it has been a joy to run this company every day since then. And I was finally starting to get it. And it was weird because now all of a sudden, I couldn't understand corporate greed anymore. I couldn't understand why so many people could be so greedy still. To the point where I started coming up with ideas where I could help with this. And that's when I had my Jerry Maguire moment. Now, I'm sure I'm dating myself with this movie, but all my 90s babies can remember. You remember the movie Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise? Had a bad slice of pizza and a nightmare and all of a sudden he grew a conscience, right? (laughs) He woke up and he began to write what he called his mission statement, which he filled with ideas of why his industry had become so tainted and how the answer was less clients, less money, more caring. And so I was inspired to write my own mission statement. Because if we don't put our intentions out into the world, guys, then how can we be held accountable for our purpose in life? And so I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I couldn't stop writing. It was crazy. It was like I was injecting the antidote to all the poison that Club Shithead had put out into the world. (laughs) And I filled 10 pages with life experience and lessons and ideals. And it got to the point where this mission spilled over into my work, where I was using nonprofit ideals when I was running my company, which is so weird because you can't run a for profit company with nonprofit ideals, right? Or can you? And that was my answer. That's the answer I was looking for. We can be more than just for profit, we can be not just for profit successful businesses that are looking for more, but not more like to fill their pockets, more like to fill their souls. So here's my theory. The IRS gives businesses classifications as for-profit or non-profit, right? What if the government played its part in ridding the world of corporate greed by injecting it with an equal amount of corporate good? What if it gave businesses classifications as not just for-profit, Let me put this into context for you. I researched 10 of the most gross examples of corporate greed that I could find out there. Now these 10 companies defrauded, stole, or mismanaged a total of 792, wait for it, billion dollars. That's insane. Now here's the perspective. In 2016, there were 7.4 million people unemployed in the United States, right? Let's say you started a hypothetical company. You took that 792 billion to fund it. You could give a job to every unemployed person in the entire country and pay them an average salary of $58,000 per year and sustain that company for two entire years using the money that 10 companies stole. That's insane. Imagine 100 companies. Now imagine bringing companies into the fold that actually care and are willing to donate their resources for a greater good. Now, how would this work? The not-just-for-profit movement, or NJ4P, as I call it, will be a matchmaker between for-profit companies and nonprofits. Now, successful businesses that are willing to donate their resources and possibly revenue to a greater good would be the for-profit partners and vetted nonprofit organizations would undergo a needs assessment in order to help NJ4P match their needs with the resources of these businesses, right? But we're not gonna stop there because if we wanna make this a global movement, we can't just pigeonhole this into businesses. So NJ4P will build a digital gig platform that will allow skilled individuals to post their pro bono services and make them available to a smaller nonprofit or cause. So photographers, accountants, plumbers, electricians, all giving back to a greater good. Now the end goal would be to build a platform that is sustainable and that is changing the world. But the is in the word sustainable. You can't sustain this because you can't expect a for-profit business to keep giving and giving and giving because they can't do that long-term and we need this long-term. So here's the final part of NJ4P. When this program has legs under it, we begin to lobby the US government for policy change that will create a new IRS designation for successful businesses that are donating at least 20% of their annual revenue to this movement and call them not just for profit businesses, that will put them in a non conventional tax strategy and not only offset some of the cost of what they're donating, but to incentivize them to keep doing this, not just a one and done. If we want good, we have to put good onto this world, guys, plain and simple. Now, the question is, is this gonna undo every bad thing that's been done? Is this gonna take the executive that's been making bad decisions and force him or her to start making good decisions? No, of course not, but it's a start. It's a start and if we could take one person and change their mind and force them to make a good decision, that's a start and we have to start somewhere. So help me. Help me to undo the wrong that I've done, that you've done, that we have all done in this world. In order to undo so many bad things, we have to start by doing right and we could start doing right today. It only takes one good decision to start a revolution and I'm confident that a revolution is coming. Thank you this episode is sponsored by the new cohort of the leadership experience unconventional leadership brought to you by yours truly the launch dad himself george Andriopoulos. our new cohort is starting soon and not only do we still have the same four courses that's right the public thought leadership track the career leader track, the entrepreneurship track, and, of course, the podcast experience, we have our first graduate-level, up-level, inimitable, the newest one-on-one leadership class. This is for not only if you have taken the leadership experience core class before, and are ready to graduate to the newest level but for those that have experienced leadership and want to take it to a new level inimitable is for you i'm not even going to talk about it in this commercial you're gonna to have to contact me check out the leadership for details and to sign up for information inimitable is coming at you dm me for more info later guys so that was not just for profit um one of my first of all, one of my favorite talks of all time that I have done. Uh, I put so much hard work not into not only into the talk but um into the idea itself, and it's a big idea, right? To think that you're going to pitch the IRS to change the way they do things to change the way they classify businesses, it's insane, right? It's batshit crazy, but we got to start somewhere, right? Um, so I don't want this to be a super long-winded episode. We're going to jump into the Clubhouse segment uh, right after this. But, man, corporate giving, we have the power as business owners, um, as as, as higher-ups in organizations, as C-level players in organizations, whatever. Even as just an employee in, in an organization, you have a voice. Um, reach out. You know, Make sure that your organization is doing something positive, uh, to contribute to the world. Uh, corporate giving can take a lot of, of shapes and sizes. Um, and so I'm going to make this easy for people in terms of actionable ideas here. You want to talk ideas, reach out to me. That's it. DM me. You know where to find me at launchpad CEO on any platform. Let's talk ideas for corporate giving. Um, there are organizations that I'm involved with, whether it's or that I have access to, uh, Ronald McDonald house, uh, New York Metro, uh, long Island coalition against bullying. Um, uh, Shannon's fight, of course, um, uh, the Nicholas center spectrum designs, um, the in, um, John's crazy socks. I mean, like there's so many organizations out there, Federation of organizations, Hannock, uh, uh, that, that I have ties with, and I, I could probably name 50 more right now. That's just off the top of my head. Um, Call me. Let's talk. Let's see how we can get involved. I'm right now. I'm I'm in the middle of um, putting together a pitch for uh, the Ronald McDonald House, where I'm going to pitch them uh, on some team building uh, things that they can do. That that maybe I can spearhead, um, you know, to help them get out there to to hook them up with other organizations. But that's where I'm starting. You know, uh, you can only do so much in terms of of giving out money and I know that resources can be tight for people. It's not what it's about. It's about the effort of getting those that do have the resources to, to help out, you know, big organizations. So I hope that talk meant something to you guys. It was really so, so close to my heart, not just for profit. And I have to shout out, um, Trisha Brooke, who put me on that stage. Um, you know, I'm forever grateful. She's such an amazing colleague and she's a, a bright light in the public speaking world. Uh, I actually just this morning did, um, was a surprise guest on her, her TEDx masterclass. Uh, And so that was so, so awesome to speak to those people. But um, she got me on that stage. She helped me actually craft that talk uh, after I wrote it. Um, And I, I, to me it was, it was really special, you know, and that's going to keep going that idea. I'm always forever working on that idea, but one step at a time. Um, That being said, we're going to jump now into our clubhouse segment, which is, Corporate giving. I, I'm doing a clubhouse room uh, shortly, which you guys will see in a second. Called corporate giving. We're going to hear from members of Clubhouse, talk to them about um, their ideas on, <coughs> excuse me, their ideas on corporate giving. Um, shoot the shit, see if anything comes up. That's what this is about. So, time for Clubhouse. Hey everybody. Welcome back. It's the clubhouse segment like we do every week. This week we're going to be starting a room called Corporate Giving Strategies. Of course this is episode 208 the not just for profit episode and so I wanted to uh, reach out to the clubhouse people and since you know this is an episode where I'm sort of standing on a soapbox and just talking about my experiences which once in a while. Is good. We need that once in a while. But, of course, we want to have different voices in every single episode that we do here. So we're going to start this clubhouse room right now. Let's see how this goes, right? All right. Hang on. Okay. So uh, for everybody joining up on stage here, let me put this up on the screen. This is the LaunchCast live room. We're going to be doing this once a week. And so the LaunchCast is a leadership podcast. Uh, we, we come out with episodes every single Monday on Apple Podcast, Pandora, all of those places. And what we do is because it's a leadership based based podcast, uh, we come on Clubhouse once a week to do a segment. We talk to you know all these clubhouse people here, uh, get some some good thoughts going, some good conversations and uh, and we mix it up. So I want to keep inviting people to the stage, but I do want to preface it by saying we do record this. And so if you don't feel comfortable, um, being recorded and being put on the podcast, you know, uh, you could just stay in the audience, no worries at all. Um, but uh, b- by the fact that you are coming up to the stage to speak, uh, you acknowledge that you're being recorded and you're cool with it. And for those that do speak, uh, DM me and send me some of your links um, that that we can share for you, and we'll put it up in the show notes. So uh, today is the. Corporate giving strategies. Actually, this is episode two Oh eight. It's called not just for profit, but I wanted to talk a little bit here about corporate giving, uh, how you guys handle that within your businesses. And we'll go from there. So let me start with, uh, Ahmad. Ahmad, what's up, buddy.
5: What's up? What's up? Thank you, man. Thank you, George for inviting me. I'm with my son now in the car and I just picked him up from school and we are going home. So, uh, just looking forward for the weekend. And, uh very thankful for everything today. And, uh, you know, thank you, man. Thanks for inviting me for this. Sounds very interesting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let me know if you want to just hang back and listen, but uh, we are talking about corporate giving strategy. So we're talking about how to do more with your business. If you're entrepreneurs, if you work for a company, um, we're talking about uh, methods for for doing more with your business, community outreach, how to sort of give back ideas that you have had uh, in terms of doing some good with your platform. So Ahmad, let me know if the, you want to share something or if you want to just hang back
5: i love it uh, i love this and uh, i'm completely for this I'm, I'm actually trying to do this a lot more this year uh, as an entrepreneur and as a business owner as well uh, we are a consulting firm so we provide strategy and business growth tips and uh, business plans for companies uh, small businesses are our specialty so what we're trying to do this year is uh, we partner up with a uh, organization that's local that's all about women empowerment and trying to like connect um you know women of color to uh like different resources so you know i spoke to them i told them you know like just use my company as a resource whatever you guys need will be at your service and uh, uh you know the thing that's cool that they're doing is that they are linking the upcoming uh, ladies that are in business to uh, someone that's already established and very well experienced so they kind of set up like these mentorships. so i told them hey you know like i've been a mentor for x amount of years a lot of experience in that so what i can help you with one of the things is you know i can kind of like help your mentors by giving them tips about mentoring kind of like be the mentor mentor and helping that and uh you know like the thing i, I want to say about giving back just be creative and know that you no matter who you are you can always 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 give back and i love this topic I, I think that giving back will make you absolutely rich that's that's what the definition of being rich is that being able to give and being there for other people so you will feel great about it uh, you will provide value for people you will create opportunities and a lot of times it could be as simple as making a connection, connecting two people. Like today, I connected an insurance agent with a real estate agent, and they're going to work together. Just simple, something simple like that, because you could know two people or two entities. Just make that connection. Connect them. That's community service. That's giving back to the community. And then, you know, uh, I guess see what what your community needs and see what you can do about it. And, uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. uh, Amazing. I love, I love what you said there at the end about just connecting people. And so we look at corporate giving sometimes as this mountain, right? That, that we may not be able to overcome in terms of the capacity or size of our business, right? Uh, some of us have small businesses, some of us have large businesses. And so our capacities, um, you know, and our ability to to give back. Sometimes the the will is there, but sometimes uh, the means are not there in order to do that. And so, what you just said there, I think, is so important because, you know, we're talking about it doesn't have to be a huge gesture, right? It could be as simple as connecting. Uh, two people that are uh, in search of each other, two people that can use each other's resources uh, in order to benefit each other, and you just did a good thing, right? And so I love that you you put that out there and and uh, showed what a small step in in giving looks like from the you know from the standpoint of a business. So thanks, Ahmad. Uh, you know, and jump in whenever you want to. Let's move to Spencer. Spencer, what's up, buddy?
4: What's going on, George? How are you doing, man?
0: Everything's good, my friend. Why don't you chime in here and talk to us about uh, your thoughts on corporate giving and, uh, you know, the responsibilities of, of businesses to give back and all that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So so the big thing right now that, you know, that I've been working on is I'm working with a foundation called the Dairy Beckwith Foundation. Um, it's a guy who, um, you know, was a former top collegiate. Um, he, he played a little bit in, in the pros. Um, but, uh, you know, he got hurt and, and, you know, he realized that, you know, there's more to sports, um, more than more to the world than sports. Um, so what happened with him is, you know, uh, we're both from South Louisiana, went to the same high school together and everything. Um, and, you know, we get really wrapped up in sports and things like that. It's like, you know, the Friday night lights, it's the whole thing, you know, a lot of kids, you know, you know. Sports first, school comes second. Um, life, life skills come second. Um, so, what we've been doing and partnering together uh, doing is, you know, educating, uh, you know, high school um, underprivileged kids, and you know, giving back to underprivileged schools and kids. And my role in the foundation has been, uh, you know, doing personal finance with, um, you know, various different students, you know, because you know there really is, and, and it's crazy. The the reason that, you know, I'm a financial advisor and even have a job is because people, the lack of, you know, learning about finance, personal finance and, you know, economics in school. Unless you go to business school, you don't hear anything about that stuff. So I have friends who are doctors, lawyers, you know, various different roles um, that have never or, 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 you know, not even doctors, lawyers, um, you know, friends that are, you know, in kinesiology, whatever that they do, they've never heard about, you know, personal finance in their entire life. Um, and, 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 they don't even know what a credit score is. So really giving back to the community by you know, educating the high school kids, um, through programs with personal finance has been, you know, my main mission this year. Yeah,
0: that's incredible, man. That's really incredible. Um, you know, another, uh, uh, another aspect of, of corporate giving, right? It's, uh, uh, it's not always necessarily about money. It's about providing, um, uh, experience, resources, knowledge, uh, to people that are going to be taking over later on. Right. So, uh, I love that, man. I love it. What kind of feedback have you gotten for the business, uh, with you doing that?
2: So just,
4: you know, right now it's just more, you know, gauging the room, talking to the kids, you know, uh, I had one of the kids, you know, come up to me and didn't realize that he needed to, and we were just talking about credit. The, the, The topic of conversation was credit, having credit, how to build credit and what credit is, and how far credit can get you. He had no idea that, you know, when he went to, you know, put money uh, down for an apartment that they were going to run a credit check, um, you know, that when he had to go buy a car that he needed credit. Just just very, you know, you think, you know, just talking probably to the, you know, masses in here, um, and I may be generalizing too much, but, you know, that's like the very bottom of, uh, finance, like, you know, you need to build credits. to buy, you know, these large expense items because you can't pay for them, you know, straight out of pocket. So, um, just seeing kids come to you, um, you know, asking you questions, engaging, and, and it seems like kids are smarter now than ever. Um, just, just hanging out with these younger, uh, you know, guys and girls, um, you know, they knew more about, you know, they, 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 you know, they, they have such quick access to the internet, quick access to, they knew about, you know, the short squeeze happening in the market with, um, you know, GameStop and everything going on. They were, you know, asking me how to get rich in stocks and, you know, various different things and, you know, just laughing at them. But, but, you know, when I asked these kids what mutual funds were and various different entities to get into the, you know, the market, you know, most of them had a pretty good idea of what it was. And I was like, man, I didn't know what that was until, you know, I I, I honestly was like 18 or 19 years old as well, but, but I was like, you know, you don't typically talk to 18, 19 year old kids when I was that age and they were talking about, you know, what mutual fund they were going to invest in. So it's been a, it's been cool to see, you know, how much these kids absorb, how much these kids know. And, you know, just the hunger of, of, you know, we have a problem down here in the South, mainly with, you know, athletes and stuff, you know, putting, you know, prioritizing sports school or it's, Sports, friends, school—rather than you know, trying to put that on his head. And like, you know, you can learn about you know life. You can learn about these you know these basic skills. You know, first and foremost. And and you know you can you you know, sports are going to end. It doesn't matter. You know whatever happens. You know my career ended through you know hurting my shoulder in football, which my career would have been in baseball, so it's it's you know. These kids know that it's the end. They saw, you know, they saw Derry Beckwith who, you know, played at LSU um his career end, you know, due to injuries and, you know, the guy, you know, could have made millions of dollars in the NFL. But now these kids are realizing, hey, there's more to life than just sports. So that's that's a big thing that we're focusing on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, amazing, man. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I want to remind everybody that just jumped into the room. I see Cordell, Stefan, Swampy, Mark's here, but he couldn't jump up to talk. Uh, if you're down in the audience and want to talk, just raise your hand. I'll bring you up. But for Stefan and Swampy, this is uh, the LaunchCast Live. So this is a live recording of uh, a segment that we do for my podcast, the LaunchCast, the leadership um podcast (laughs) excuse me it goes out on apple podcast spotify uh pandora all the big boys uh every single monday and so we do this little segment uh we record on clubhouse with your permission of course so if you're hanging out and staying on as a speaker you're giving me permission to put this on the podcast and of course you have uh the ability to dm me send me all your links and any information you want to share and we'll put that all in the show notes for you uh so stay up on stage if you are Cool with talking. And uh, let's move on now to Stefan. Stefan, we're talking about corporate giving, um, you know, how you can leverage your business in order to sort of give back and and sort of do more than just make money. So give us your thoughts on that, buddy.
2: Hey,
1: thanks for having me. Um, Now, I'll I'll just start by practicing that I am very new when it comes to uh, businesses in general. Like, this this has been a a very interesting year of learning about how to, to network. Um, uh, financial side of things, doing my taxes as a as a self employed business person. Um, so it's been difficult. So um, really, I think that for me right now, uh, financially, it's, uh, it's been um, difficult. Like really, I think I'll just speak about like how how it's been difficult for me rather than like a, and, and some of the things that I've been doing um uh, as far as like the simple getting taxes and, and all that stuff like getting financially set aside and reaching out and connecting to people who know better and who've been doing this longer than me like has been the biggest success for me through these struggles just, just learning that um I could I could learn this all on my own. That's very possible. I have been doing it so far. But learning how to work with others and learning from their strengths has been the biggest um, uh, asset to me. Uh, And really, I think that I would be better in the audience at this point. Because I don't think I have too much insight um, for uh, this particular
0: Oh, you're, you're good, man. Just hang out. And if you have any questions, jump in. I appreciate the, the honesty. And uh, yeah, we have to start somewhere, right? You know, uh, we all as entrepreneurs started our journeys somewhere. And, uh, you know, and, and it took advice like this to grow. And so that's why I love Clubhouse as a platform. It's been, uh, you know, as a thought leader, I've been able to get out there and just share some of my experiences uh, and knowledge throughout the years, my successes, my failures. Um, so the people can learn from it. And so just hang out, man, you know, uh, if we could be of any service, any questions you have, you know, reach out. We're here for that. So, uh, thanks Stefan. All right. Let's move on to, uh, to Cordell now.
3: How you doing guys? Um, yeah, so my name is Cordell. Nice topic. I'm George. I've checked out your stuff. I've checked out, you know, your podcast and what you've been doing on your Instagram and stuff, man. It's it's quite inspirational, man. So I definitely would look to connect with you further. So, yeah, I'm from the UK. I run a social enterprise called We Shine Together. Um, now, the, we're not non for profit. Um, we are profit-making, but we put, you know, majority of our profits back into the community. So I've got kind of a blueprint where, you know, obviously I want to build wealth, I want to make money for myself, but I believe, you know, make money, make a difference. That's kind of like my motto And I set up a social enterprise. I, I used to do a lot of fundraising for charities, like, you know, Save the children. Cancer Research, you know, World Vision, all these, you know, these big, big charities. And I used to do like proper street fundraising. So, you know, them people that annoy you when you're walking in in the city and then people are running up to you with clipboards and stuff like that. So then um, what I've done is I've created my own fundraising organisation where we we worked with youth, troubled youth. And then what I've done is I taught them sales skills, how to fundraise, how to go out into the public and, you know, get people to like you and to sign up to, you know, the cause and we used to I used to run campaigns for charities you know for a lot of big organizations and it was me building teams and putting them you know on the doors they would even knock your doors while you're at home or they'll catch you out on the street and we started to set up our own programs two years in where we developed our own programs abroad so we worked in Nepal, Zimbabwe and India we sponsored you know over 50 children into education and for five years we built our own little library in india as well which was amazing and we're just now setting up virtual classrooms because i'm just trying to kind of you know take advantage of what's going on right now and because none of our international kind of like development managers was able to travel we've just kind of set up virtual classrooms with some schools where we've just sent over a load of equipment projectors TVs, laptops and we're just trying to do a virtual where we can still get them on like microsoft teams or zoom and still deliver sessions you know, with our volunteers and you know people that can facilitate workshops and training. As long as the school's got internet, which not a lot do, but the ones that do, that still need the support. That's that's where we're focusing on at the minute. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm just trying to grow that organisation. Uh, me myself, obviously, I personally, I'm a speaker. I'm a motivational speaker. And I do a lot of coaching as well, a lot of mindset and reprogramming, you know, people's um, belief system really to match the vision that they want in life. Um, I've worked with over 10,000 young people up and down the UK, delivering resilient mindset training, and I uh, liked what Spencer was saying earlier. It, it's really showing these kids, you know, a bigger vision. Because sometimes when you're in your community, when you're in your environment, you can't really see the wider vision. So it's just showing them that, you know, if I came from nothing. I got kicked out of school with no qualifications. My mum sent me to the Caribbean to, to understand what poverty really looks like and what opportunities really are so I could understand you know what I had what I had the opportunities that i had and you know going over there seeing people with no resources but still become very resourceful you know that inspired me to do the work that I'm currently doing so yeah I do work with a lot of students and just showing them the difference between assets liabilities and hopefully you know get them in a wealth you know mindset as well so that's what i do you know I love to connect with everyone I'm still learning i'm still growing you know I'm still trying to Grow organization. So anyone that's got any tips, skills, can connect any dots. I'd love to reach out, connect, and yeah, that's what I'm loving Clubhouse for the minute, man. But well, thanks for you know bringing me up here. I really appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Amazing. Amazing Cordell. Yeah. Uh, and again, same thing here. If I could be of any service to anybody here. Yeah. If I could be of any service to anybody, help anybody make any connections. Uh, that's what, that's what this whole thing is about. And when you guys get a chance, uh, I'll, I'll probably, uh, DM you guys directly, um, on Monday after the show goes live. That's what I do again. D- DM me, uh, uh, before then if there are any particular links that you want to share. Otherwise, I'll just share stuff from your profiles in the show notes here. Uh, but I'll DM you guys. Check out the episode when it launches Monday. Um, we're, we're the, the episode is called Not Just For Profit. It's episode 208 of the LaunchCast. And uh, we're talking about um, specific ideas for corporate giving, what the whole corporate giving world looks like nowadays. Uh, I'm going to be sharing a talk that I had done uh, at an event uh, a couple of years ago, that was um, pretty powerful and pretty important to me uh, in terms of corporate giving. So check that out and, and share it. You know, um, but thank you so much, Cordell. Let's move on to Mark, and then uh, man, we had a 25 minute room already. I like to keep these segments at like a half hour. So we'll move on to my buddy Mark Iosa uh, and wrap it up. What's up, buddy?
6: Hey, George, what's going on?
0: Everything is everything Appreciate is good. The
6: Awesome to hear. Appreciate the invite. Um, really excited to, to have been invited. This is my first room, and just joined the clubhouse at one a.m. this morning. Uh, after I've been <laughs> hearing about it for weeks, <laughs> uh, partially because I have a, another friend of mine that, that's doing a, a room and a, a, a talk later this afternoon about Bitcoin and the craziness with blockchain. But um, really, you know, on, on the topic of corporate giving. I think there's there's lots of, of different facets of what corporate giving could be and what it could mean. And uh, just for some context for those in the room, I I'm in in technology. I work for an organization called Conductor, which is an SEO content marketing platform. Um, and and I'm in stats, right? So I work with brands uh, globally that that you know turn to us for strategy and support and want to bring something in house, but when I think about corporate giving and what what conductor does from a corporate giving standpoint, um, there have been instances where, as an organization, we're, we're a team of uh, north of 300 folks, we've combined and raised funds together as a you know as a team as a culture to help different organizations in need. Whether it was something that was you know an immediate you know could be weather related like what's going on in Texas, or it could be something that maybe is more dear near and dear to someone's heart, which may be like mental, Ill- mental illness support or it could be, you know, maybe a cancer, you know, foundation cause or, you know, it's one person mentioned on the call, like save the kids. Um, but then, then there's the other side of corporate giving, which, which I feel is like education, right? And, and conductor's really customer-focused, customer-first mentality, where there's a lot of, of you know, resources that are out there. And, and one of the things that I feel conductor does really well for the for the general public is all these different ways that they can engage and learn and understand because I think a lot of folks are coming to realize how important organic marketing is and how big search and, and you know we're living in this technology world. Uh, so when it comes to corporate giving, there there are monthly webcasts that the organization puts on called a thirty thirty, and if anybody wants to join up, these are all open to the public and. Um, certainly welcome those that are on the call to join and listen in to understand like, hey, what's going on in the world of search? How can I help make my brand more recognized? How can I position content to make it you know, really resonate with the audiences that I care to reach and and tell that story and bring my my wisdom, you know, out into a, a formalized piece of content that's digestible and engaging and meets the needs of a question somebody's asking Google. So if anybody on the call wants to engage with any of this kind of content, you can go to conductor.com and look under the Learning Center and you'll see 3030, which is a webinar. Uh, we also do something annually, which is a digital marketing conference. George attended one a few years ago in the world of, of you know, the current state of everybody being remote and, and all this. Yep. Um, so in, in the current state, everybody's in. This has now become a virtual event which is really awesome and that's coming up on April 20th and 21st so again it's a free event and, and again to the idea of corporate giving this is not a sales pitch uh, this is not something where we're, we're having people come and join this conference of digital marketing to be sold on a platform it's really to engage with you know thought leaders digital marketing leaders and folks from like you know marketing Institute and uh, we got great keynote speakers actually, Uh, I'm not going to give away the secret, but I'll just say one of the folks from Shark Tank, one of the keynote speakers on this event coming up. Um, But to, to the point, you know, corporate giving can come in many forms. and I think education is one of those forms that are valuable across the organization, across the world. You know, for folks that are on the call that like Stefan, who was saying, hey, I'm just starting to get my bearings on, you know, taxes and finance. And this might be one of those things where, you know, that education is it's invaluable. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's needed. So, uh, that's all I got. Just wanted to give a quick hello to everybody.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Mark. And Mark's a good buddy of mine. Um, and I've gone to C three, that event, uh, twice actually. I've been there. Uh, incredible, incredible event for, for business owners. Um, uh, people whether you're in the agency space or you're just a business owner looking to get your your business out there on search, it's a whole other world, guys, totally other world. And you know when you talk about corporate giving, even in that respect, it's information, right? Um, I have uh, um, for my I own a management consulting firm and I own a small marketing agency. and so um, you know within that world, we do uh, some pro bono work for nonprofit clients and then we also have some regular nonprofit clients. And so we do a whole session on, um, uh, free marketing session for, for a lot of these nonprofits to give them, uh, some feedback and some information and resources on things that they can do to get themselves out there in a, in a free way. Right. Um, we have, uh, Google has a a nonprofit grant. You get $10,000 a month in Google AdWords from, Google for free if you qualify as a as a qualifying nonprofit. So these are things that we like to share uh, in terms of that stuff and and you know just helping people out. So um, yeah, and Mark's organization is is incredible. Their conferences are great and uh, they're the real deal. They were acquired, I think, a while back by WeWork, right, Mark?
6: That is correct. Actually, that's a fun story. Not to hold everybody captive here, but um, yeah, we're a startup. That was acquired by WeWork, who was a customer of ours. Uh, after helping them gain a, quite a bit of return on the investment working together, they decided to acquire us and bring us under their umbrella. Uh, if, as some of the folks on the line may know, like Spencer, WeWork has hit some roadblocks and they did not IPO. We were the only company that was fortunate enough to spin off of WeWork. And our C-suite bought the company back and made every employee a co-founder. That was still part of the organization at that time. So um, we are we are now company owned, employee owned, which is really awesome.
0: Amazing, amazing. So thanks, thanks for all that info, Mark. Uh, I'll give Albert a chance to talk because uh, uh, Albert always brings value. Uh, so I'll give you a couple of minutes to talk, and then we'll wrap up the room. Albert, just. Uh, reminding you, I know you weren't here earlier, this is the LaunchCast Podcast Live. This is uh, going out on Monday's episode of the LaunchCast, the Leadership Podcast, episode 208. And so getting up here as a speaker gives us permission to use uh, your audio from here if you're good with that. So stay on and, and talk to me now if you want to talk. Otherwise, hop back into the audience.
2: Hey, George. Hey, everyone. Yeah, I just uh, came here at the back end uh, with this uh, that you were mentioning about the filling, filming. I'm completely copacetic with that. And I think if I remember correctly, yesterday when we were in a room together, you actually did mention that you're going to be doing exactly this. So, yeah, that's all cool. Um, obviously, this is not something that I'm tremendously experienced. I do believe that corporate giving, ethically sourced, and any altruistic endeavors that any company or organization is doing is beneficial on more ways than one. Of course, as, as everyone knows, and I think it's it's, it's a great way to you know uh, exude certain values of individuals or values of the organization and just give back. Uh, it, it's good as literally contributing to the people in and society as as in whole because it's helping others but also as a marketing tool is tremendously powerful not to mention that there's also some tax benefits as well so I think uh, that is uh, very very uh, fascinating I think everyone ought to be involved with that and you know uh, with all the benefits that comes with it with the tax with the marketing uh, strategies uh, I think uh, as well impacting worlds for the positive with your business I mean that's that's the most important. So because you can venture out a little bit out of the, your area of concerns or area of what you do. So yeah, I like it. Again, I, I I liked what I've heard a little bit from Mark. This is you know I just came to the far end, but I, I'm more interested of in listening today than uh, contributing as much as uh, I normally uh, like to.
0: Great, thanks, Albert. Uh, so so I want to thank everybody. We like to keep these launchcasts live. Uh, rooms nice and short because it's a segment on the podcast. So, uh, I will reach out and DM, um, everybody here, uh, after the podcast is live, I have you on recording. And so, uh, if there's any links or anything that you want me to share, please DM me and get those over to me. Otherwise I'll just use whatever's in your profile, uh, to add to the podcast notes. And this goes out there guys. This is like, uh, this is good opportunity. We're going to, Albert was referring to a group. Um, a room that I'm a part of called Winning Entrepreneur Secrets. That's every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Um, Eastern Time. And so we're actually doing a room within Winning Entrepreneur Secrets on Wednesday coming at 9 a.m. So if you want to be a part of that, find that group, uh, check it out. <coughs> um, but otherwise, this episode is is our weekly segment that we do um, and add to our interview. So it's episode 208, the Launchcast. Uh, check it out. Go on Apple Podcast. Uh, subscribe, listen, check out what it's about, and your episode will be out on Monday. So thanks for joining, guys. Thanks for all the feedback here. This is going to provide a lot of good to to a lot of different people. So, uh, great room today, guys. Thank you so much. Talk soon. Thank right, you, man. man. Thank too. you, guys. Thanks, George.
1: Thank
0: you. Short and sweet. Another great clubhouse room, man. This, this, uh, this whole thing is just getting better better every week uh and like i said we have a very cool uh thing happening next week we're going to be collaborating with a room called winning entrepreneur secrets so it's going to be a big big room so it it could encompass an entire episode i'm not sure uh for episode 209 we'll see but thanks for joining the clubhouse segment so excited to wrap up another Clubhouse segment. Um, again, guys, reach out. I am making myself available. You want to shoot the shit. You want to talk corporate giving. You want to talk charity. Uh, you want to talk um, the not-just-for-profit idea. I am here. That's what this whole thing is about. Mostly, come up with ideas yourself and go to your organizations or kick something off from your business if you're an entrepreneur or business owner. Um Let's do this, guys. Come on. We can only change the world if we if we put the effort in, right? Um, I can't tell you how passionate I am about um, corporate giving and how it has the ability to create real, real change. You saw in my not-just-for-profit talk how much money 10 companies controlled. Um, you know, imagine so many more that actually give a crap, Um Putting their resources out there, we can do this. We can do this. So I'll leave this on a positive note. Another great show. Uh, I'm so excited to talk about the these topics uh, every so often. We got some really cool guests coming up in the couple uh, in the next couple of weeks. I can't wait to share. I'll leave it be a secret until until the episodes air. But catch me every Monday morning. The launchcast, Apple Podcast, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, tune in. You know the deal. We'll see you later, guys.
5: Into the black,
0: the black hole. Thanks for listening to the launchcast today. Please make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available. Follow me, George Andriopoulos at Launchpad CEO on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And make sure to visit our website, guys, thelaunchcast.com. Looking forward to the next episode. See you soon, guys.